Everyone is a character. All characters are Tatiana. Conclusion, Tatiana is everyone. You're listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Stephanie. And this episode does not contain spoilers for any future episodes, but it does contain spoilers for newer elements of our defense, episode three or four, which we are talking about today. Yes, that is true. We are talking about that. So will you cry with me, Chris? Will you cry? Of course. Okay. You ready? Yes. Delphine! Three episodes in a row, no Delphine. I'm very upset, Chris. I mean, two episodes is one thing. I can get over two episodes, but... I can't, a third, but... A third episode and then they with no Delphine. No Delphine. It's sad. She was at least there in coat presence. <laughs> llama coat presence? Llam- mounted by a llama coat presence. Llama coat smelling of expensive perfume and pretentious French cigarettes. Oh my god, I love Felix and Kazima's friends so much. It, they're pretty cute. Yes, that, that made me happy. Something that definitely made me happy was Felix and Kazima. There still could have been more of them, but I was happy that we got some some nice like character moments, right? It wasn't just fueling along plot lines. They had some nice little character scenes here. And I I know, but stick with me for a second here. I think maybe we wouldn't have gotten this relationship built up as much if Delphine was still here. It's true. It's true. I will give you that. I will give you that. I still wish that Delphine was in the episode. Right. Maybe interacting with, like, Sarah. Other people. Right. Besides Cosima, but... Dr. Nealon, even. If we must, yes. (laughs) I know we'd rather not with Dr. (laughs) Nealon, but... It would be the trade-off for having Delphine in the episode. (laughs) But besides being... Would you pay that price? <laughs> yes, I would. I'm, I would. I'm mostly teasing. I would. But besides our Del feelings, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was pretty good. It's still not, like, maximum orphan black awesomeness, but it did pick up from last week, which is good. We did get more time with, like, Sarah, and Sarah doing what Sarah does best which is running for her life, apparently. And now I feel weird that I started saying that. But it's kind of true. She's very Sarah-y when she's on a mission. A mission of survival. (laughs) Well, yeah, I agree. I feel like this week I definitely was more into it than I was last week. Last week got a little dull for me at times. And I was really happy, which kind of made me a little bit sad at the same time. But I was happy that in the first, like, act one, we got to see Sarah, then we got to see Helena, then we got to see Allison and Kasima. Like, it made me really happy that we got to see all of our main clones, just back to back to back. And I especially love that Allison and Kasima were talking on the phone to each other, and and it, it felt kind of, you know, remnants of the old days. <laughs> There's a little gesture that went with that. It was kind of adorable. Oh, can I say something? Maybe this might require me to back away from the from the mic too. Why is Mark still alive? <laughs> wow, that I, was emphatic. I knew it was a possibility. I did. I really did. I tried not to get too excited, but I'm disappointed he's still alive. 
Although, I mean, given the severity of his wounds and his, you know, the way he was acting, it's possible it might not last. But twice! Is it weird that I'm saying this to give you hope? Twice! Twice they got my hopes up that he might be dead! Twice! But he's still alive at the end of this episode, and, 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 threatening to do something to Sarah. So emphatic and repetitive. Sorry. But yeah, I, I, that ending... No. So on a scale from one to five stress cries, <laughs> how stressful was this episode for you? The episode overall was maybe like a one or a two, but then the ending scene happened and like just that last moment of the show, like a five. <laughs> it's upsetting to me. I, <laughs> I was going to add to, to your Delphine. I was going to, Sarah! I feel like it, I'll I'll rate the episode generally at about a two and a half stress cries because there were some tense moments with both Helena That's true. and Sarah. I'm going to upgrade to a three. Yeah, where you're both, <laughs> both Helena and Sarah, we're like, ooh, are they going to get caught? What's going to happen? Are they going to be okay? It, Mrs. Johansson, scary, scary, scary woman. Poor Gracie. And poor Gracie. Ugh. First she gets manhandled by that dude she doesn't even know. Okay, okay, people out there, men and women, this is not just a men thing. Keep just your because hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Just because a woman is pregnant does not, not mean you suddenly get to put your hands all over them. And even if you're blind, apparently, ask first, right? <laughs> yes, ask For first. For goodness sake. Just ask first. Just do it. Manners. Yes. That man had no manners. <laughs> we are We are wound up today. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Okay, so, what else made us happy? Because Mark being alive didn't exactly make me happy. <laughs> Stephanie's so upset about I it. I am out for blood. Oh, something that made us both happy, I think, though me happy slash frustrated, was the fact that we see both Sarah and Helena demonstrate compassion for one of the caster clones, probably more than what was really good for them. Because, you know, Sarah could have much more easily escaped from... The, the Perlethian guys with the guns at the beginning, if she hadn't tried to take Mark. Right. Hel they were they were both already in danger. Mm -hmm. And then Helena, I don't know that necessarily she could have escaped, but she certainly would have had a much better shot if she hadn't stopped to help Parsons. Pupak certainly thought so. Pupak is wise. Pupak knows what's up. But Parsons, he was our fifth caster clone, right? Because we had Mark, we have Rudy, Seth, we had Seth. There was the military guy one who I don't think has been named on screen at least, and then the guy, the part, the brain guy, Parsons. Right. How disturbing was that brain? Ugh. Ugh. No torture in this episode. That made me happy. Unless you count the brain. <laughs> and also the bullet well, extraction. But I mean, nobody was purposefully hurting people in this episode. Parsons' brain disagrees with you. Well, I feel like torturing was not the purpose it wasn't, of that. It wasn't terribly on screen, though. Right. And I don't feel like that's what they were trying. That For wasn't sure. their aim. There were They weren't trying to cause him pain to elicit information from him the way that Probably they were in the previous three episodes. Or at least not, not in that way. <laughs> right. Right. So I consider this to be a torture-free episode. There was still pain of and yucky gory yucky yucky stuff yucky yucky is that worse than yucky <laughs> i think so okay <laughs> but but i did torture free in my opinion so that makes me happy yeah it's it's nice to finally have an episode without torture what is wrong with this show 
I say that with love. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Oh, oh, Allison. Allison meets previous boyfriend, drug dealer on the block, other drug dealer on the block. With her, like, matching knit How set. How great was her knit set? Her winter accessory set. It was pretty, pretty awesome. I bet she knitted that herself. I would be surprised if she didn't. And that was some awesome yarn, I gotta say. It was very pretty. Yeah. I was actually looking at her her infinity scarf. I assume it's an infinity scarf. I did not see ends. <laughs> but the I couldn't tell what the yarn was. Like, is it two different strands of yarn? Is it a yarn that has a wrap element to it? Because there, there are like little bits of, I think it was blue in there that... Stephanie is looking at me like she's so confused. No, no, no. I'm just thinking the knitters who listen to us are going to love this. <laughs> anyway, I wonder, do you, do you think Allison spins her own yarn? I would not be surprised. <laughs> I've seen no indication that she does. But... No, but you can, like, I knew somebody who spun yarn who just had a small little kind of... Drop spindle. Drop spindle. Thank you. So mm-hmm. it's not like you need a big... No, I know. But really not, thing. I mean, it's not. Like I'm gesturing for those who are listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's not like we've seen roving. No, in her craft supply stock. No, we've this seen is true. like actual already already yarn. <laughs> so Allison looked great. Yes, and and Donnie was donning it up, being a buffoon, <laughs> apparently not being able to lift a reasonable amount of soap making supplies. <laughs> Is it that Donnie is weak or is Allison super strong? Uh, have you is seen Have you seen Tatiana Maslany's guns? I have. She's got some biceps on her. And we're not talking about Allison's firearms. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she was strong, but also that Donnie was really just not wanting to carry the heavier boxes. <laughs> I mean, it's just between this and the jackhammer last season... I'm like, is is Allison, like, super soldier strong? Is she Captain America? <laughs> she, hmm. Maybe it's in the clone <laughs> DNA. But the, the Justin Chatwin, he was one of the people that they had mentioned in the press releases for guest stars. He's playing Jason, was his name? I honestly do not remember. Okay, but Allison's, Allison's uh, old boyfriend, who there was some sparkage going on in that in that conversation. Are you worried for for the Allison Donnie relationship at all? I don't know. Mm. Allison does have the history of cheating, but I know and they were in a car. I was <laughs> I was worried there for a minute, but I'm like surely she wouldn't. There's people standing right there, including her husband. Including her husband. And I mean, the time she cheated on him before, he, she also thought he was spying on her. Yeah. And yeah. betraying the trust already, so. But Allison, the dude has, like, 90s vampire hair, so I don't <laughs> trust him. And he's meeting you at nights. Just beware. So you think he's a vampire? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> a new one for Orphan Black. <laughs> well, they heard that Twilight series was so popular. Let's <laughs> catch it on some of the action. Let's blend a new genre in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I also like that we saw Helena being really smart with the knowing yes. that they were going to drug her. And so she. Yes. So smart. Yeah. It was a big clue into how Helena's mind works because we can see her act a little 
banana pants, <laughs> but and think, well, ha- Helena's a little banana pants. But this was strategic banana pants behavior, <laughs> which I like. Yeah. So we see her, you know, causing a riot so that they would inject her with something and take her to the infirmary so that she could snoop around. But she prepared for that by tying off her arm. Smart woman. And then we also see her fashion a key out of a bone. Using her teeth. Using her teeth. Helena's Helena's hardcore. There was some really good Helena stuff in this episode. I uh, I miss her. I want I want more of her. I, I want know. more of all of our clones. Can we get more clone stuff, please? More Lita clone stuff, please. <laughs> that is the one issue I'm having with this season, and I know a lot of people are having this issue that there's too much caster stuff, and I don't know. I'm struggling with with the whole thing this season. That's why I'm disappointed. Mark isn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, but Mark <laughs> did save Sarah, sort of, at the end. Kind of. But that's that's the big question, is what happens next? Because he's weak. He can't really take on Rudy by himself. Can he position it, can Mark position it so that Sarah can help take down Rudy and and they can both escape? Like, I, yeah, we are left in very uncertain territory there. But I appreciate that he interceded and kept Sarah alive, at least. This is true, yeah. It's possible... Maybe Mark will redeem her, himself, but I there none of the caster clones am I particularly endeared to. Exactly, yeah. They any of them could die or be killed, and I would be well. That happened. <laughs> Maybe even do a little dance. If Rudy died, I would definitely do a little dance. Well, sure, because Rudy's the worst. Rudy is the worst. But I have a question, and and I meant to ask this while we were watching together. But what did it matter about them finding the little baby bones? Sad, sad little baby bones. Because it seems like that DNA they would get from that caster clone would be the same as if they pulled DNA from any of the existing caster clones. I think what they were saying was that the original sample, the sample of the original caster clone, was what Henrik used to directly make that clone. So they're thinking perhaps that clone had slightly different DNA from the other caster clones? I think so. Or slightly less degraded, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm very fuzzy on this whole deal, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but I was just curious what what good that would do them. Though they seem pleased that they found it, but I'm just, I'm not entirely sure what what good it'll do them, scientifically speaking. I think they're going to go into that next episode. I think. Okay. Okay. I'm folding my hands and pretending to be patient, but I'm not patient. I want them to explain it. (laughs) Okay, so what is something you liked about this episode? Because there's been a lot of complaining. (laughs) Oh! about this episode. I liked Cosima and Felix. I liked Allison and Donnie. I liked Sarah being clever and, and running around and pointing things at people. And pointing <laughs> things at people. <laughs> she did other stuff, too. She hid. She did good hiding. She took my advice and didn't run up the stairs without the risers because you knew you could just see Rudy coming in and grabbing her ankle. I, that is not where my mind went. That's where my mind went. My mind goes to, don't go up there, you'll be trapped. Well, that too. But then Rudy came in, and I'm like, maybe she should have gone up there so she could drop an anvil on it. <laughs> anvil actually came after a piano. Initially, I was thinking, drop a piano on him. 
because but apparently an- anvil's more practical apparently <laughs> yes mind. yeah obviously <laughs> or something heavy that might be up up in the loft that too well sure <laughs> <laughs> but no there was like lots that i liked about the episode don't make me out as just some big complainer <laughs> okay okay no i just because this is the one where we usually go into like stuff we liked in the episode so i just wanted to make sure we <laughs> highlighted that before we ended the episode oh okay sorry sorry anything else you wanted to mention that you really liked i don't think so i think we've i think we've touched on all the things because man allison <laughs> oh i did like that they went back and they brought in Johansson being a lab assistant to Duncan because I remember when he was talking to when when Henrik was talking to I believe it was Tomas saying that you know I directed my fate through a science degree at MIT or something like that I remember thinking does that mean he was involved with the clone project and then I thought that I was just being too suspicious but apparently I wasn't (laughs) there is apparently no such thing as too suspicious when it comes to Orphan Black so I liked that. I like that they brought Henrik back in as being somewhat involved in the in the clone project. And that would explain why he would be so taken with Helena being fertile and mm-hmm. interested in reproducing with her. Yuck. Mm-hmm. And also how he knew anything about any of this. Yeah, yeah. So I was glad that that, that popped up again. Yes. But let us know what you thought about this episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts and theories, Del feelings, other feelings, <laughs> whatever you'd like to tell us. <laughs> you can go and leave a comment on the show notes over at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 69. You can send us an email to feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com. You can also call and leave us a voice message at 972-514-7223, or you can send us a voice message on your computer or mobile device by clicking on the Send Voicemail tab on the right-hand side of our website. We're on Twitter at TIE Podcast, and we're also on Facebook. And in this episode, all of Stephanie's repetitiveness (laughs) was played by Tatiana Mislani. Hey now. Stephanie's cloned words. (laughs) Thanks for listening.